You're listening to the Communicate with Confidence podcast with me, your host, Luke Maxwell. This podcast is dedicated to helping you build your confidence, increase your communication skills, and journey with me in the relentless pursuit of what you want most in life. In this episode, it is number 100. That would be if I had a soundboard, you know, just imagine, you know, the soundboard. Um, I'm all like dressed up. I'm I'm all happy if you're watching this um, in video format, either on my Facebook or my YouTube channel. Um, I got a new shirt to celebrate the occasion. Like I'm I'm going all out. (laughs) And this is what me going all out looks like when it comes to celebrating. And it's been 100 episodes. And I was trying to think like, okay, what can I do for episode 100? Like what's something a little bit fun, something important, something meaningful. And I came across and I decided on doing something that, I mean, maybe it's less fun than I originally wanted, but something that's truly, truly meaningful to me. And that is exactly what the title is, is celebrating six years of failure and mistakes. Six years it took to get to this point where I am today at the time of recording this. 100 episodes in, and while the 100 episodes did not take place over six years, they took place over the last year, um, yeah, kind of a year and a half, you know, but it took so much to be able to just have this podcast to share the information that I do. And I want, kind of wanted to go back because you might be at this point right now where you're in the middle of a mistake or a failure or you're kind of lost and don't have a direction. And I kind of, and I wanted to use these examples in my story, in my life, to show you how every single failure, mistake, terrible, no good, <laughs> very bad thing can turn into something great, something that changes your life forever. For, and and it's amazing. Like it's just an amazing change. And I want to go back. I know if you've listened to this podcast before, you've heard this before, but I want to go back to the source of all this. I want to go back when I was 16 years old, dealing with clinical depression for 10 years, so a decade of dealing with this, and me attempting suicide, the biggest mistake I've made in my life. I shouldn't have survived, and I did. And that right there, that one mistake, right, the biggest mistake turned into the greatest thing in my life. Not saying that the act itself was good. Like, the act itself was bad. (laughs) I want to make that very clear. But since it did happen, since that mistake was made, I wasn't going to wish that it didn't happen because that wouldn't do anything. Instead, I was devoted to making the best out of that bad situation, and that's what I did. And that's how we started, you know, that's how I started my blog. And that's how I learned, you know, web design, how to blog, how to run, you know, Facebook and social media. That's how I learned how to speak. It started everything in my journey. And of course, there are so many mistakes <laughs> that happened in the period of that time, you know, messing up legal stuff, you know, messing up the website, messing up, you know, just in so many different ways, messing up speeches in front of hundreds of people. Uh, there's just, I mean, there's so many mistakes to happen along the way. But the thing is, this one huge mistake is that I turned that into something good. And because I did that, I knew I could do the exact same for every single small mistake is I could turn them into something good as well. Because if I could turn something terrible, like the worst thing, like one of the worst things you could experience in your life and you could take and I could take that and turn it into something good. I knew there was nothing, no mistake, no failure that could stop me. 
because I had already done that. And that's why when you make a mistake, we have that failure, we have that just everything goes wrong. The most important thing is to say, okay, this happened. What do I do with it? How do I turn this around now? How do I make this into something great? Because if you do that, all of a sudden, nothing else matters anymore. You do that, and all of a sudden, you have this a, a bad day. You're like, hey, it doesn't matter because I already did this. I already did this. And that's something that I remind myself, um, you know, just when I have a bad day or I'm not productive or I'm just being lazy or, like, I'm just not being able to accomplish something I want to accomplish is I'll just remind myself, like, look, I overcame this huge thing. If I did that... I can easily get this task done. I can easily figure out this thing, you know, with legal or business or the website. I can easily do that because it's so much smaller than something I already overcame. It's like climbing Mount Everest and then having a minor problem in climbing like a local hill and going, oh, no, I, I can't do this. I can't do this. You know, I, I can't I can't I can't climb this hill um, because there's like this minor setback. No. It means you adapt, you adjust, and you overcome, just like you did when you when you face that bigger problem. And ever since then, my every good opportunity that has arisen has come from failure. I when I was running, you can't be erased. The blog I was speaking, I discovered I was a seventeen-year-old kid, eighteen. I think I turned eighteen by that time, and discovered I can't generate revenue. I realized I didn't know how. I didn't know how to sell myself. I didn't know how to create a sales plan. I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to make money. I didn't know that. Um, my speaking engagements were rolling in, but they were really rolling in mostly by themselves because I spoke. Someone saw me, and then something you know, a new opportunity came from that. I was doing. I was trying to reach out to people. I was trying to do something, but I kept on hitting a wall where I didn't know what I was doing. I was just kind of like sending random emails and. And at the time, I thought, maybe this isn't something I can do. Maybe I've hit my wall. Maybe this is it. Maybe I need to focus on something else and maybe find another career and just have this. This is like a hobby for me. This is something like charity work that I do on my side. And from that failure, I had the opportunity to work at Yellow Line Digital. I just had my old boss on the last episode. And that's why I wanted to get him on before this 100th, um, just because I wanted to mention it. And that taught me everything I was missing. It taught me about sales. It taught me about running a business, about how to make sure you're making money and you're making profits off of what you're selling. Um, it, it taught me everything I know about sales. And from that failure, I, I, I felt that I failed and I had to go down. I felt that, like, oh, now I have to retreat and get a job. For me, that felt like failure. I had so much going for me, and but now I have to give like most of that up because I was working full time and get a job doing sales. For me, that was just, I mean, it sounded awful. I felt like I felt like I let myself down. I felt like I let everybody I was working for down, every single teenager and parent that I was communicating with. But what I learned is that no, on the contrary, I didn't let them down. I was pulling back building myself up, and then re-attacking. So over the course of the two years, when I was working there, 
I was learning and learning and learning and learning about leadership and time management and tools and tricks and everything. And I came back at it. And then I was launching sales campaigns, sending, you know, connecting with these huge, huge organizations and getting these big speaking engagements because now I knew how to. Out of that failure came so much strength. And a mini, a mini failure here, which was surprisingly impactful all my life, is that after I quit this job because they wanted to me to move to a full-time position, and I, that was not something I wanted to do, you know, devote a decade of my life to doing sales. Um, that's I realized that was not my calling. I did not, I did not want to do that. Um, although I love the company, I love my boss. I had to say goodbye, and during that time, I had the opportunity. Um, just, it just kind of like fell in. It's like, Hey, I could, I could work at this resort and there's a lot of, I'm not going to get into, there's a lot of like personal reasons. (laughs) It's a whole mess. (laughs) I mean, this whole, this whole chapter of my life, like these three months, it's a mess. It's a total, (laughs) it is just the messiest, it's the messiest part of my entire life. So I'm not going to get too deep into it just because there's drama and all that, but short, uh, long story short, I was able to work at this resort and it paid good money. I was like, hey, look, I could use this money right now um, because I was still, you know, building up my sales cycle. I was still trying to figure out what do I want to do? Like, do I want to do this full time? Do I want to do something else? Do I want to build a career out of something else? Like, like I wanted to try things. I wanted to try something new. I wanted to try something completely different than anything I've ever done. And I was like, if I can make some good money on this, like while doing that, that's perfect. So I got this job at this resort, you know, no experience in the restaurant industry, but I sold my way into there because guess what? Now I knew how to sell. So I got the job and I was working behind a bar. And the weird thing is that even though I hated that job, <laughs> even though it wasn't so much the job, too, it was just a bad point in my life to have that job. Um, I think later in life, I will definitely do bartending for fun because it is a fun thing for me to way to interact with people. Unfortunately, I was doing grunt work. I wasn't quite the bartender. Um, I was only 20 years old at the time, too. So I, I was working there, right? And what that taught me, surprisingly, was focus under pressure, speed under pressure, and calm under pressure. All of those different things because when you have 50 drunk people trying to order from you and trying to come in and go out, you have, you. there's no moment to think. You do. You do, you do, you do, you do until everyone leaves and then you collapse and you go, what just happened? And that's what I was doing. And that was night after night after night, you know, you know, working to like 1, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. And that just I couldn't keep I just couldn't keep doing it. <laughs> I mean, it taught me it taught me that that kind of thing. It also taught me multitasking. I, you know, I have my tables that I'm assigned to. And I have to take care of all of them. All five of them ask me for something. They all ask me for like five different things. I have to remember, convey to the appropriate people, do the task while doing all my other tasks that I should be doing at the time. I'm terrible at multitasking. I'm much, I'm like a one, I I can only focus on one thing at a time. That's why I like doing one-to-one and why I hate big parties is because I want to focus. I want to talk to a person, have a meaningful conversation and like grow, you know, grow the bond and the relationship. And when you're in a room full of people, you can't do that. And what this taught me is that to be uncomfortable and to do a thing that I'm uncomfortable with, which is multitasking. And I started to get 
good at it, you know, improving my memory, you know, doing these things. I gave them my two weeks. Well, it ended up being three weeks because I, I was quitting. So I was like, I'll give you an extra week, you know, because I felt bad. Um, so I ended up only working there for three months, which was a wild three months. And I'm so glad I got out when I did. Like, I can't imagine working there for longer. I would have literally gone insane. And that was kind of another, like, for me, I knew it was right. I knew it was the right decision. Um, it was very apparent to me that I could not stay there. But again, right, quitting. I, I had to quit, and I felt like I hate that word, and especially associated with jobs. You know, I like the term, like, leaving, because quitting just seems like, oh, I couldn't do this. It was too hard. Like, no, it wasn't right for me, and I couldn't keep doing it because I would have a mental breakdown. So it wasn't right. It wasn't a good match. You know, it's like it's like if you if you're in a bad relationship, you say, "Well, we're gonna quit." Like, no, you part ways. You break up because it's wrong. Like, it's not the right solution. It's not the right thing you should be doing. And that you know, throughout those and then that time, you know, it was an interesting time. Um, school was another thing that for me, I was kind of determined to do it. I was determined to go through college, and I was making my way. Like, I was taking. I was. I was in I was at a community college which was great. It gave me so much opportunities for 2 years, 3 years cuz I took a couple classes when I was really young. And I just realized, you know, this past year I was like, you know what? I don't think I don't think I can keep doing this. Like I'm just it's not right. It's just not a right matchup. Like I'm not like I can learn something sure, but I can learn it faster if I choose to learn it. I'll learn it faster, probably better, and it'll stick in my memory. I'll be able to use it and implement it right away if I just learn it by myself. <laughs> and that's the truth. And that's the problem um, with the school system, especially the school system with me, the way I learn, is I have to do it. If I can't do it, if I'm sitting there listening, it will not absorb. I'll days off and I won't listen and I will end up just winging it on the test, which I did um, for most <laughs> for most of my classes, um, which I mean, I don't recommend because some classes were easier and I was able to just pass it really easily. Some were more difficult and I barely scraped by um, without studying and really putting in all the work. And that was one thing that most like society in general, most people, people like when I mention like, oh, so you, you go to college? Are you in college right now? I'm like, no, I'm not going to college right now. And they go, oh, really? You know, you really should have a degree, you know, blah, blah, blah. And for me, like constantly hearing that, I'm like, is it the wrong decision? But I knew I was like, no, 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 this is right. Because this quote unquote failure, which is not a failure, it's giving me so much opportunity. It's giving me so much just just it's giving me the ability to do something, to do the thing that I truly love. And I'm making money. I have a business. <laughs> like, if I'm making money and have a business and I'm growing, why on earth would I take time away from that to try to learn how to grow a business? I'm already doing that. I don't need to learn what I'm already doing. And so that was a huge thing for me is that teach me something that I'm not already doing that I need. Great. I want to learn. I love learning. I'm just not a huge fan of the school system. But... I want to bring us to the last failure, the latest failure, um, and that is when Clara and I, the lovely Clara, who has been on our podcast so many times, who unfortunately she was sick and we weren't able to film um, an episode for this month, so hopefully we'll get her back next month to kick us off um, with a daily dose of Clara, was it Clara's Confidence or Confidence with Clara? When we started a business together, we first were like, oh, we're going to create courses. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We had no idea what we were doing. And it went badly. It was really bad. We didn't. We never actually created anything. We never made any money. Ugh. 
and it went badly. We never actually created anything. We never made any money until I said, okay, this is going so badly. Let's shift it up. Let's do something else. Let's work on clients first, and that will give us the revenue and the experience in order to actually do these other things. That's what we did. Guess what? It worked. Out of that failure came a time where we made <laughs> we made a, we made more money than we thought. Like we, we were like, wait, what? Like how how are how is this happening? Like how are we making how are we getting all these deals? How are we doing this? Like this is all just happening because why? Because I knew how to sell from my pre from my first job. I had connections from all the work I was doing, and I knew how to run a business because of all of the above. All of those years of experience have taught me. And of course, Clara brought in her expertise with social media and Instagram and strategy and creativity and all of that. Like she brought in her skill set as well, and it worked well. It was really great. And then finally, bring us to the present day where if I want I don't know if you want to say a failure or not. I personally, I don't logically I don't view this as a failure, but emotionally I kind of do because I'm very competitive. And for me, with this agency, we're like, we're growing it. We can grow this. I know we can. We can do this. We think this step, this step, this step. We do that. We can bring on more people, and then we're going to grow, and we can have a real business, like an actual business. We can quit our – You can, she can quit her um, job. I can make this my full-time work and do everything else part-time. I was like, yes, we can do this. But what happened? Neither of us wanted to really continue the business. We didn't want to grow. We didn't want to have a big business. And for me, like I knew I could do it. I knew it was possible. I knew I had the skill set, and we had the combination of skill sets to make this happen. But we decided not to. And for me, I just saw that. I was like, oh, we could have, though. Like, did I fail? Like, was this, did I make a mistake? But, but... You know, keeping my small client base, you know, doing more consulting work um, rather than growing a huge agency, which was like my like dream when we were doing this. Because we did that, because that quote unquote failure happened, I now am happy to announce the next stage of my journey. The big announcement that I'm so happy to announce on the 100th episode is that I've taken the next step. And because of this failure, quote unquote, I now have the opportunity to join eTherapy Finder on their mission to make ether to make therapy available and accessible immediately to anyone who needs it. And when I first heard about this, I went, "Yes, I want. I'm going to do something for you." I didn't ask. I told them. I said, "Look, listen. I've known some of you for a while. Like I have connection with you. Like I've heard the rumors of this. Like I'm going to do your marketing. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this for you." Let's let's see how to actually make it happen. And they went, okay, yeah, let's do it. And I'm so, I mean, it's just so. I mean, when I when I say it, like, I'm just so happy, and I know that this is the right path. All of those other paths, they ended because I knew it wasn't right for me. And with this path, there's um just a connection that we I've never had before with any kind of venture. All my other ventures, yes, but I felt, always felt that there was something missing. And maybe I was just doing marketing and it was very business-like, or I was just working in mental health and it was more like a ministry or a nonprofit. But now I get to combine everything that I love. I get to combine sales and marketing and public speaking and corporate strategy and, you know, just all a content creation and meeting with people one on one, um, just representing a mission and a 
goal and having, you know, a big company behind me or growing company behind me, I'm just so, so happy. I, I, ne- I, I did not envision this happening. I was for a while, and this is why I say this to you for a lot of people who like kind of feel a little bit lost right now, who don't know what your goals, who don't know what you want to do, is that for the last you know, year or so, I've been asking myself this question, especially once our business parted ways. And I kind of just took on, I scaled down and I started working by myself with the consulting is that I asked myself, do I want to do this? And the answer was no, like it's fine right now. You know, I get to work with some great people. I get to you know, do something meaningful, but it's not something I want to do for the rest of my life. And I realized that this was the combination of everything that I know and I love, you know, bringing my mental health experience, my sales and, and court, like business experience, pairing it together, combining it with my just outreach and, you know, my, my awareness, <laughs> the, the unbridled, you know, my unbridled enthusiasm to speak about something I'm passionate about is just, I'm, I'm so happy. I'm just so happy to do this. And so that's why I'm saying like, it took me six years of failures and mistakes. Yeah, there were a lot of successes in there, in that story. But, and I'm talking, it was six years of big failures and mistakes. And I'm talking day after day, failures and mistakes. Like just every single day being like, oh, I messed up. I did that wrong. That bad thing happened. What am I going to do? And now, even though I know there's still fails, even though I've been working with them, right? I still make mistakes. I'm still doing these things, right? Things are still, you know, things will go wrong, of course. But now I have such a concrete mission behind me. I have such a concrete vision. I now have such a great pairing using all of my pa- my skills to do something I'm passionate about. And I'm so lucky. I'm so just like, uh, I am, like, I, I will admit, like, I'm so lucky to be able to do that. But none of this would have happened if all of that bad stuff hadn't happened earlier, if I hadn't taken those jobs and then quit because I was getting miserable, it wouldn't have happened if I, you know, try to do the worst thing, you know, one of the worst things a human can do is take their own life. None of this would be happening. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be in this position if I had not taken every single one of those struggles and said, what am I going to do about it? And so for you, you know, the person who's six years, you know, who's in my position who's six years ago or maybe three years ago or maybe even one year ago and you're searching for this parry, this perfect pairing of passions and skills, I want to ask you what challenge are you facing right now and what action can you take? Not talk, not plan, not being like, ah, maybe this will happen. No, not waiting around for the world to fix itself. No, what action can you take? right now to take that challenge, to take that mistake, to take that failure and turn it into an opportunity, to turn it into something good, something that positively not only affects yourself, but every single person you come in contact with who hears about you, who hears your story, who you want to reach. What is that action and why aren't you doing it? Thank you for listening to this episode of the Communicate with Confidence podcast. I'm just smiling so big right now. You should be watching this on video because as soon as I start talking about e-therapy, I just start smiling and I get all happy. And I'm like, ah, this and this and this and that. And I can't just stop babbling about it. So please, first of all, check out etherapyfinder.com. Um, you know, if every, I, I, I mean, everyone needs therapy. I still see therapists when I need to. Like, 
it's a great resource. I'm so I, I believe in it wholeheartedly. Otherwise, I wouldn't I wouldn't be repping it. I wouldn't be joining if I did not believe in it 100. percent So that's just a great opportunity for you. But also, you can check out show notes at LukeDMaxwell.com/podcast. You can get your 30 minute free coaching right there. And if you're like, eh, I don't know, I don't really need it. I just had a coaching session, what, a couple days ago, a few days ago at the time of recording. And I took a 17-year-old and be like, okay, here's how you speak. Here's how you share your voice with the world. And we got her started on the path to share her voice with the world with previously no experience. So I'm just saying, like, coaching is something I love. Like I said, focus one-on-one time, taking action. Let me help you with that. You can schedule your free 30-minute coaching session right there right below the podcast thank you so much for listening do what you love and remember to always stay on the positive side of things <laughs>